Um, Matt Webb is my guest this week. And no, uh, he didn't dress up as Spider-Man for the episode, but he did have the costume, but it needed washing, unfortunately. I know I was disappointed as you guys. Matt is a TikToker and he comes on to talk about his uh, TikTok journey. Um, And what I love about Matt is that he talks behind the scenes of what it's like to create a TikTok, the technology. He talks about some of the equipment that he's been using and also what he feels um, like with some TikTokers who have um, incredible amounts of um, equipment to create the best TikToks. And he compares them to other people who record off their phones. And um, it was great to hear the differences and similarities of um, that discussion. If that's what you thought of the episode, give us a follow at Trackback Pod on Instagram. And, of course, uh, tell us uh, what you think. Any inquiries you've got by emailing the team at trackbackpodcast at yahoo.com. Spin a web with Matt. I'm Cal Mack, and I am joined by my next special guest here on the TikTok Trek. And of course, if you don't know, Matt is my football brethren, aren't you, Matt? People don't yeah, know, but, you know they, they need to know right now. They need to know right now that we're in the finals of, of the Euros. Big up Sunday. We've got home, oh, mate. It's coming home. You know, 55 years ago, we were in the finals of the 1966 world cup and we won and it was our sixth semi-final that we were in it was yeah this is it's going to be a big weekend especially mate, for I'm, me i'm i'm so pumped mate like i've been an england fan since i was about eight years old and i've watched them crumble multiple times during <laughs> the sven era the roy era the uh yeah. fabio era and all the other eras but i think that gareth southgate has just brought something completely different he's shown more leadership skills than our past prime ministers Oh, absolutely. Past, past from ministers for the last hundred years, I reckon. And I've got to say, Matt, I want to send a message out uh, right now on the show to the Italian press. You need to listen to the song and listen to the lyrics because it's not diving home, it's coming home. And remember, you need to check your VAR rules because Harry Kane clearly was fouled and it was a deserved penalty. 100%. 100%. It was very, that was a very uh, risky game that the other night. It, oh, yeah, it was. It was. And, you know, Italy, they proved that, well, they can't finish the game off before 90 minutes. They have to go to extra time um, and even penalties. We didn't have to go to penalties. We just finished off in extra time. We did. We did. We're, we're going we're gonna to win. It is coming home. It's, it's, it's just coming, it's coming home. home. It's coming home completely right. Well, Matt, um, before Sunday, we're going to talk about your TikTok um, journey. So tell me first, what made you join TikTok, my friend? Um, I, do you know what? It was the start of coronavirus. And I was incredibly bored. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to make a TikTok. I, I refused to do it. I was very much a Vine boy. I loved Vine back in the day. Oh, you've got to love Vine. You have to love you've got Vine. to love Vine. You know what I mean? And I used to make a couple of Vines here and there and that sort of thing. Nothing major. And then I kind of thought, I'm not going on TikTok. It's never going to be the same. And then I made my first TikTok. It went a bit mental. And then <laughs> I carried on making them. <laughs> But what was that transition like from Vine to TikTok? I mean, what were the big changes that you noticed from app to app? I mean, obviously, the whole point of it, of Vine, was it's six seconds. So I think you had to be a lot more creative with Vine. You know, with TikTok, I think you can you can kind of post anything and it's just pot luck if it goes mental. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of videos on there where it's just completely random and it's got millions of views. Whereas on Vine, you kind of had to be creative because you had such a short space of time. Yeah. Um, but I think loads of people transitioned over 
because obviously Vine died. You know, it, it you know, it, it, RIP. I loved that app, but you know, I think TikTok was the new video sharing app. I never really had any intentions of doing anything with it. I kind of just thought I'm really bored. And this will be funny to kind of send to my mates. And then it kind of just started to build up. And I was like, oh, okay, I'll carry this on. <laughs> you know, it, it's funny the fact that, you know, TikTok, it looks like it is going to become, you know, the number one social media platform. It might already be the number one social media platform. But the fact that you have a better chance to get famous on TikTok than to win in the Euro Millions just says it all, doesn't it? <laughs> I think I'd rather win the Euro Millions. Though, I'm not gonna lie. I think anybody would I'd, rather win the Euro Millions, but yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's 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 a good second best, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose so. So you know, prior to joining TikTok, Matt, did you know anything about the app? So yeah, I, I had it. I, I had it, and I used to kind of watch stuff on it. I was one of them people that I didn't make anything. I had like an account that wasn't even my name. It was just some random name. Um, and I just kind of used to watch stuff on it. And then I just kind of one day, obviously it was, I think it was, when was it? Coronavirus was kind of in full swing. I didn't have a job. I, I kind of done it backwards, to be honest, because, you know, most people kind of have a job and then they yeah. make their TikToks on the side. Yeah, I would, I'd done it completely backwards where because of coronavirus and because I left my job just before coronavirus, like an idiot, um, I then decided to make TikToks. And now obviously... I don't have anything else. So I was like, okay, it's going to keep me entertained. You know, it will keep me entertained. I've, I've got a degree in media. I like making content. I'll just do it until I get a job. And now I'm, it's been a year and a half and I'm still making TikTok. You know, you, you look back at, you know, when you were doing a degree in media, what, you know, things can you take from that that have benefited you in making your TikTok? Oh, there's, there's, there's a lot. Like you, you see a lot of kind of, I mean, even at the start of my TikTok career, let's say, um, you can see how badly edited or badly the lighting is and stuff like that. But it, that, that was even me trying my best to kind of make sure things were all right. You know, it, a good video is all about how it's framed, the quality of it, the lighting, you know, the audio, everything about it. And even I tried, tried my best to kind of make that as good as possible. And some of the videos are awful. But I think that you kind of just need to make sure, you know, it's good lighting. You can see what's going on, you know, especially with the content that I make, you kind of need to see me, you know, if it's a dark room and you can't see me, there's no point. Do TikTok skits have to be perfectly edited? Is there such thing as a perfectly edited TikTok skit? Um, I don't know if it's an actual skit where it's been planned out and stuff like that. I think it, the editing does, it, it brings a huge factor to it. You know, if you've got a skit where you're playing or interpreting two people, it needs to be edited properly because if not, it's not going to make sense and it's just going to look really poor. However, there is some TikToks out there where they're not edited. It's completely random and they're also absolutely hilarious. So it depends what kind of thing you're doing on TikTok. But it's kind of the scenario, isn't it? The fact that, you know, even the content creators that don't edit their TikTok still get a lot of views from people compared to you know tiktokers that have their videos perfectly edited to make them look amazing they don't still get enough views as you know people that just put it out there immediately yeah i mean i, I think it all depends like i said on the content that you make you know there's a guy on there and i think he's got the most viewed tiktok ever and i think it's where he does a transition of um the normal TikTok video and then he transitioned from filming it on an actual camera where it's like 4k 
and something like that. And it's got a sound behind it. You know, that's his content. His content is showing people, you know, different camera tricks and stuff like that. But then there's other people that kind of go on TikTok. They, they, they ping the, the app up, they press record, they make something funny and then they, pre- they stop recording. They don't edit it. They put a couple of hashtags and throw it on. You know, it depends what kind of content it is. I think people like different content. And I think that is the good thing about TikTok. There is so much different content that you, you can't really get bored. Have you noticed, you know, a lot of content creators, you know, TikTok's been around quite a while now. Have you noticed a lot of content creators now buying the best equipment to make their videos really stand out compared to, you know, back in the day, they'll put their phone on one of those tripods and it will record for them. But have you noticed a change where people are getting, you know, all this new flashy equipment to, um, you know, make their videos stand out? I don't know. You know, I think, you know, there's the typical, you know, you buy your ring light and that sort of thing. You know, I used to record because obviously I was I was a bit skinned because I didn't have a job. I used to have my TV on in the background with a white background. And then I used to use like a shoebox and put my put my phone on the shoebox. And then obviously when I started to kind of earn a bit of money from live gifts and stuff like that, I got a ring light and that sort of thing. But I don't think people I think the good thing about TikTok is that you don't have to have a lot of gear to make it work you know it's not like youtube you know with youtube you want a good quality camera you want a good quality microphone you need editing software you need everything whereas with tiktok it's all done on the app and i think that you can make stuff just with a phone you don't have to have all the gear yeah absolutely um so you know tell me about your very first skit and of course tiktok has that you know that that time limit Were you feeling in yourself, Matt, a struggle to get as much as you wanted in from that very first skit, knowing that that clock is counting down? Did you feel somewhat of a pressure that there was a time limit on TikTok? Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, there is, I've got so many stories. I mean, I suppose mine, they're kind of skits, but they're also not skits. Mine are actual stories that have happened to me. So I suppose they're skits about my life. But, you know, the first ever... Uh, thing that I'd done the first ever TikTok I'd done was about going on a date with a dental nurse and she said that I might have tooth decay and she wasn't going to kiss me and obviously I played it up and you know I, I kind of made it funny and I put my own spin on it but I think there's some stories that I have that just literally will not fit into a minute and I think that they've brought a new a new uh, feature in where you can do three minute videos but I think just three minutes is too long you know if people get bored after a minute um, but there is always that pressure where you've got like something i've got like a funny story or i've got something good to tell or i think oh you know this will be a good one you know because this happened to me the other day and stuff and i do sometimes struggle to fit it into a minute and there is a lot of things you have to cut out and it 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 takes a lot of i suppose planning i say i say it takes a lot of planning but i don't really plan my tiktoks i kind of just wake up and make them but i suppose for other people when they've got actual skits going on and they've got comedy skits and that sort of thing it, it it is very hard to fit that into a minute yeah, you know, I, I like what you're doing, man. I like the fact that you're doing it about your life stories. I think that's that's something because it, it gives the audience a chance to get to know you. With with all these comedy skits, you're just seeing them, you know, d- you know, doing the skits, but you don't know much about them. But with you, with your skits, they're learning a lot about you as a TikToker. Do you think that that was kind of a reason how you're getting so many views? Is because they're liking you as a person, they're liking your personality, and they're liking knowing what you've been through. I think so. Yeah. I think nowadays on social media, there's a lot of fakeness, like a lot, yeah, There is, you know, and I think, I think we all do it. You know, I, I, I put the best looking picture of me up on Instagram and I, you know, if I, 
don't like the way I look in a, in a video on TikTok or I think that it's not quite right. Obviously, I, I redo it and stuff. You know, it's social media, but I do try and stay authentic to myself. You know, I, I kind of, I be myself. I, I don't, you know bend the truth on, on a on a skit let's say you know everything that kind of happens within my tiktoks and stuff like that has actually happened to me or it's something that does annoy me or something that i can genuinely rant about so i think that i think the reason why i kind of gained a little bit of popularity is because i genuinely i kind of have that i don't really care attitude you know yeah and there is nothing wrong with you know using those filters or you know making yourself look better i mean i think that's one of the whole reasons that they they, they these social media platforms did give people the ability to use filters and make themselves look better. Uh, you know, I, I don't get people getting judged for doing that. Do you agree? Um, I think it's to a certain extent, you know, I, I, I agree. If you want to use filters and you want to use all that kind of stuff, then fair enough, you know, whatever, whatever boosts your confidence. And what I always say this in like my lives and stuff, you know what, do whatever makes you happy, you know, because as long as you're doing what you what makes you happy, you're the one that's happy. And if it annoys other people, then it annoys other people. But at the end of the day, you're the one that's happy. Yeah. You know, I think I think at the moment, though, there is a huge thing of younger kind of kids expecting their life to be like big influencers. You know, like I'm talking like big, big influencers. And I think there is this kind of pressure on younger kids where they kind of think that their life or they have to look a certain way or they have to kind of do this and kind of do that and I think that it would be quite nice once in a while to kind of strip back the photoshop strip back the filters and kind of see real life and, and do you know what it's really nice you're starting to see this transition on on TikTok and and on social media in general where people are starting to kind of you know they don't have to be completely in makeup they're doing no makeup videos and stuff like that to kind of show everyone that you know although this is what I look like with makeup and filters and, you know, this is what I look like with my, with my hair done. And this is what I look like with, you know, my nice clothes on and stuff. I also look like this in the mornings, you know? So it's kind of giving kids that kind of, this isn't real life sometimes, you know? Yeah. And I think that's important. Yeah. Do you think, you know, these young kids, if they're making a success of themselves on social media, do you think it is better just to be themselves but if they let social media really entrance their their minds, get social media too much into their heads, that could be a recipe for disaster, couldn't it? I think it is. Yeah, I think that the problem is I went through this when I was like really boosting numbers, when I was like properly hitting like big numbers every single day, it got to my head. You know, I'm, I'm 25, you know, and I, I yeah, class myself to my club. <laughs> yeah, I know the, the oldies. Um, I class myself as quite like a strong-headed, like strong-minded person as well. And when I started seeing their numbers on the screen and I started seeing the followers come in, I could, I, I started to feel that it was getting to me. You know, if I didn't, if I made a video that didn't hit a certain amount of, of views, I'd be like, right, okay, that's failed. And I think that if these younger kids kind of do start doing well on social media and they get like so entangled in it, I think that it can be bad for, you know, for their mental health and stuff because it is a slippery slope and, and social media can also be a very toxic place it can yeah i keep i keep trying to tell people uh this and and, and, and uh, there was one uh podcast i did and we were talking about how um social media should be you know taught more in schools that, that, that the kids should be taught the dangers of it you know i i think that's i think that's a good point i've, I've got a couple of friends that are teachers and stuff and you know they teach quite young kids and they said that the number one job pretty much that everybody says is that they want to be, you know, a TikTok star or Instagram famous. And it's like, oh, you know, great. That, do you know what? It, it can Great. Bring in a lot of money the right stuff, but, 
yeah you need to i think i think it is something that needs to be educated you know we, we live in a digital age and i think that it's only going to ever get bigger you know social media is huge not only for content creators but for also companies to advertise and that sort of thing and i think it's becoming in it's, well, it's an everyday thing now and if not in the future it's going to be more so so i think yeah educating it in schools would probably be a good idea to be honest so they at least know what they're getting themselves into if you could go back you, you know you mentioned you know that time when you started to get big numbers every day that must have been a great feeling but you mentioned as well it goes to your head if you could go back and change something about that would you do anything differently i probably live my life a little bit more i got so engulfed in going live every single night sometimes twice a day i got you know i see, i was seeing big numbers and stuff like that and this is kind of a period where stuff was starting to open up i could kind of go out and you know do do things you know not fully because obviously that certain restrictions and stuff but you know i was kind of i had friends messaging me going oh do you want to go do this now and I'm like, oh, i can't i gotta go live you know I've, I've got to do this i've got to keep my account active and it's kind of like if i could kind of go back when i was hitting those numbers and kind of rein it in slightly because i've kind of i've gone from one extreme to the other i've gone from going live every single day sometimes twice posting three four five tiktok videos a day to now kind of posting two videos that i you know are all right and very very rarely going live now so i think that because i went i think i overdone it a bit and i can't and I, now i'm gone from that to nothing i kind of need to level it out a little bit but that's the only thing i changed probably go out and just live my life a little bit more instead of for a screen was there pressure though to go live did you feel that you know the pressures of being you know tiktok famous were starting to get to you and there was a pressure not just you know the expectations that your fans wanted to see you but was that pressure starting to get to you and you know how were you trying to overcome it i think there is a lot of pressure yeah i mean you know when when i post a tiktok it'd be are you going live tonight are you going live tonight are you going live for this person tonight are you going live for that person tonight you know are you going live and they'd be kind of like the first comments and then obviously the other comments would roll in and saying oh yeah this is funny whatever there is a pressure you know especially when you're in a routine of kind of people know that you're going to go live between nine o'clock and 11 o'clock that was the time I always went live you know between nine and 11 and sometimes I'd even go till like 12 one o'clock if I was bored so people kind of knew that at nine o'clock I'd be live and there is that kind of pressure of you know when I wasn't live, you'd get DMs of saying, how come you're not live tonight? What's going on? Are you okay? Like, is everything all right? It's like, yeah, I'm just having a night off. You know, I'm playing my Xbox, you know, I'm chilling with my friends, but there, there is that kind of pressure. I didn't really let it get to me too much, you know, because I was just kind of like, you know, it is it's, at the end of the day, as much as social media and social media is powered by the people that follow you, it's also your life. So I kind of just thought, you know, if I'm, if I'm not live one night, then they're going to have to deal with it. But yeah, there is. I think there's a lot of pressure. I think more so for a lot more people now, especially as I've kind of dropped off a little bit. <laughs> so, you know, when people say, I want to be famous, I want to be a celebrity, it isn't all what they're expecting, is it? I mean, I wouldn't class myself as famous or a celebrity at all. I think I'm just someone... Oh, no, I mean, like, I, I mean for people, for younger children that aspire to be a celebrity, I mean, what we're talking about here is the fact that that, that pressure of, 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 of being there for people and, and, and doing all this stuff, it isn't all what you expect from a celebrity lifestyle. It isn't perfect, is it? I don't think so, no. Obviously, I've had like a small glimpse of that, like the, the tiniest glimpse. I think everybody on TikTok has, but I think that kids kind of think that, you know, 
it's amazing. You know, you, you get to do this, you get to do that. You get loads of money, you get, you know, you get loads of free clothes and all this kind of stuff. But the sheer amount of work behind it and the sheer amount of pressure behind it and the sheer amount of constantly getting asked by certain people to do this, this and this, and, you know, you're getting fans messaging and you're getting this. I think that it's kind of, it's glamorized, obviously, you know, if you're a celebrity, it's, it's very much glamorized. You know, you have lots of money, you have lots of nice cars and you have lots of nice things, but I don't think you kind of see behind the scenes and I don't know if I'd want to do it. You know, I think that there's a lot of pressure and there's a, especially to kind of be always or act in a certain way and that sort of thing. I think that you kind of have to kind of leave yourself a little bit if you wanted to do that. So I think kids need to kind of look into that a little bit. Like I said, ed- educate them. Yeah. So Matt, tell me about one of the stories that you're most proud of putting on TikTok, um, not just for telling the story, but the reception that you got from the uh, audience of TikTok. Um, I'd probably say it was my first, the video I put out, it was about, <laughs> it was about my, uh, my time at school when I was back in school. And it was the first ever video that hit a million views. And I was really proud of it. Obviously, I kind of baited myself out a little bit. It was about... Um, Basically, on one Valentine's Day, the entire school year decided to write a Valentine's Day card for my mum. I've got the stereotypical fit mum, apparently, and I've had it off my friends for years and years and years. You know, I take it in my stride. You know, it's fine. It's funny. I laugh at it. But that was, uh, yeah, I, t- I, made a, I made a TikTok about how, I think it was in year 10 or 11, my mates decided to kind of start off a joke and make a little Valentine's Day card for my mum. And then the entire school year of boys decided to sign it and gave it to me at the end of the day and there was like i think there was like 300 signatures in this in this card <laughs> i was like this has got to be a joke and i thought you know what this is a good story and it actually happened i still get asked this day if that happened as well and it's like i can't make something like that up but i think i'm proud of that one because i think it, it was my first ever video that kind of hit a million and it kind i was kind of like you know what that's what i've been aiming for you know i've been aiming for a, a video that hits a million that's that's brilliant matt um, what would you say your most proudest skit is that you've done on TikTok? Oh, my proudest one. There's a lot. You know I've, I've scrolled through it. I'm a big fan. There's, there's so many. Do you know what? I think a lot of them, I mean, I think my most proud ones is I had a, I had a massive go. I saw a lot of stuff on TikTok about mental health and I yeah. saw a lot of people kind of, there's a fine line between having mental health and saying you have mental health, you know, to kind of be in with a crowd. In my opinion, I think that I made, I made a video of basically saying that people that lie about having mental health are really, really, you know, basically messing up the progress that is taken for people with actual mental health issues who have fought for years and protested and signed petitions and stuff. Yeah to kind of make it an actual thing and and get help for it. And then there's people that are kind of saying that they they have it, but they don't. And they're kind of messing up the progress. And I I made not a skit, but I made a video about that kind of saying, you know what, if you're doing that, I don't like you. I know that you really need to stop, you know, this is out of order. And it's not one of my most viewed videos, but it kind of felt like I was, I was kind of using my platform, you know, at this point, I think I had 130k followers. And I, I, at that point, I kind of felt like I was using my platform to kind of turn around to people and say, look, this isn't right. You know, this isn't on, you can't be doing this. 
Absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Well, we are big advocates here at the Weekly Crown Act for mental health. And if anyone wants to come forward and, and, and just share their, um, their, their concerns, then we here are always here to talk to remember that. And also Matt as well, um, a big advocate for mental health. Um, Matt, finally, tell me, I want you to tell me, apart from yourself, which TikToker out there do you like the most? <laughs> do you know what? I... Ah, oh, there's there's two. There's two. There's two, you know, double uh, trouble. Nosebleed fits. Oh yes. She is hilarious. She just she cracks me up. I think that's she's the whole authentic. The videos aren't edited. She's just, you know, absolutely hilarious. And then Lawrence, who who does who does the dieting videos. I love Lawrence as well. He's he's just he just seems like the kindest soul you've ever met. And he just seems like a right laugh. Um, and Matt, where, what's next for you, mate? Where do you want this, um, you know, TikTok journey to take you? What opportunities have you got or have you got coming for yourself, mate? Um, I think at the moment, I think a lot of people have kind of seen that social media for me at the minute is kind of taking a little bit of a backseat. I've kind of let it drop a little bit. Haven't gone live as much and that sort of thing. Um, I think the next thing for me, like I said, because I'd done everything backwards, is to get myself a stable job and then do my TikTok on the side. And obviously, yeah. if it goes well, it goes well. I need to put some more resources into my YouTube because I've finally been monetized and I've just refused to make any videos. There's a lot of different avenues I can explore, but I think at the minute, I want like a stable income so I can buy the gear for YouTube, kind of move over to there, maybe Twitch, that sort of thing. But just for in terms of social media, just keep grinding out videos and just having a laugh and not losing myself in it, really. Well, mate, I hope you do it because I want to see you back. That's for sure. Thank you. Um, Matt, it's been a pleasure chatting to you, mate. Uh, I've loved every minute of it. Um, and if you guys want to catch this interview with Matt, all you have to do is go on Apple and Spotify to listen back to this interview with Matt, as well as all the rest of the content creators. It will be up later tonight. So make sure you listen into this. Matt, finally, for the people that want to check you out, where can we find your socials, my friend? social so it's insta uh tiktok they're all the same it is matt webb with five b's go check it out there's a youtube as well and if you go on one of the profiles there's a link with all my links on there anyway so you'll be able to find them easy make sure you swing your way to matt's um tiktok check out this guy's awesome matt it's been a pleasure chatting to you mate all the best and bring on sunday my friend it's been a pleasure thank you very much it's no coming worries. home it's coming home mate i'll see you then <laughs> see you later See you later, mate. Bye.